Hi, thank you for tuning in to Tuesday Talks with Unsilenced Voices. My name is Michelle Jewsbury. Today's topic is going to be what is codependency and how does that relate to domestic violence? This is your first time tuning in. I was in an abusive relationship for a cumulative of four years, including physical abuse, emotional abuse, psychological manipulation, sexual violence, and of course, financial abuse as well. Um, in trying to figure out the topic for this week, I, I thought a lot about my story and about what I went through in my abusive relationship. Now, before I got into an abusive relationship, I was a strong-willed woman who uh, didn't think I needed anybody, who thought that I knew everything, um, and, and I wanted to find true love. That's really what I was looking for deep down inside. Find, find a partner who would cherish me and love me, and I really desired that so much. And when I met Paul, my abuser, it didn't start off as abuse. It started off as affection and admiration, and he would tell me how amazing I was in so many different ways, and I believed all of those lies that he told me. Uh, and. And he made me feel in the beginning that I was invincible and on top of the world. And slowly but surely he started to manipulate me and put me down. Um, I talked more about this, more in depth about this in other Tuesday talks. But he would use um, words, uh, harsh comments, physical uh, bruteness and his, uh, his force. Um, in many different ways to then tear me down after he built me up. And the reason why codependency was brought up in, in my situation is a lot of people believe that you have to be codependent in order to get into a relationship that's violent. Let me first define what codependency is. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, codependency is a psychological condition or a relationship in which a person is controlled or manipulated by another who is affected by a pathological condition. That condition could be alcoholism, a drug addiction, um, or heroin, something, something along those lines. Uh, and he or she is dependent on the needs of or controlled by another. Now, looking back, do I think I was codependent going into that relationship? I think that I had borderline tendencies to be a codependent person. Now let me give you um, symptoms of codependent people. Low self-esteem, people pleaser, uh, poor boundaries, that one was definitely mine. Uh, reactivity, uh, which means that if somebody disagrees with a codependent person, they become immediately defensive. Um, so for example, if somebody disagreed with me, then I'd be like, no, you're wrong type deal. Um, uh, you're a caretaker, control, uh, dysfunctional communication, obsessions, dependency, denial, problem with intimacy. That doesn't just include sex. That also means just an intimacy intimacy with a person, a human being, where you relate on, on an intimate level, a friend, 
um, a, a family bond uh, and it can also include sex uh, and then painful emotions so on that list of course everybody can kind of identify with one or more of those topics so let's go into the signs of codependency so the signs uh, does your sense of purpose involve making extreme sac sacrifices to satisfy your partner's need so in a domestic violence relationship men or women whoever the victim is they sacrifice their own needs in order to satisfy their abuser it's the walking on eggshell part of the cycle in domestic violence where you want to appease your your abuser so much that you sacrifice your own needs and values and wants and boundaries so you can make them happy therefore so they wouldn't abuse you um, it's a vicious cycle that continues over and over and over again that's part of the walking on eggshell cycle um, there's six signs, so here's another one. Uh, is it difficult to say no when your partner makes demands on your time or energy? Now, before I was involved in a domestic violence relationship, I oftentimes had a hard time with boundaries anyway. So when I got into this relationship with my abuser, when he would make demands on me, on my time, on my energy, when he would beat me up and then the next day think that I should be okay, I faked it. I used to sleep a lot because I was so exhausted from the cycle, this, this abuse cycle, um, and trying to appease him on so many ways. Uh, a third codependent sign is uh, that you cover your partner's problems with drugs, alcohol, or something else so this is something that I learned it's a learned behavior that I that I had growing up I would cover up my problems by consuming alcohol smoking marijuana doing other illicit things um, and when I got involved with him it actually amplified those for for me um, I remember oftentimes I I would push away the pain and and have a couple glasses of wine and think that everything would just be fine and in a sense ignore the situation um, by um, appeasing him and making him feel like that it wasn't his fault although it was it wasn't my fault it was his fault but oftentimes I would be like no honey no Paul you know I shouldn't have triggered you or you're right things like that and I would cover up that pain with drinking and um, and I recognize that uh, number four is that you constantly worry about others opinions of you now before I got into this relationship I didn't care less what people thought of me um, but while I was in the relationship I worried that people would start to notice that I had black eyes that I was bruised that I was constantly tired constantly had bags under my eyes so I uh, I definitely covered up those feelings and I would worry about other people's opinions number five is if I felt trapped in a relationship of course if you're a domestic in a domestic balance relationship you feel trapped um, and do you keep quiet to avoid arguments this was a definite thing that would happen um, I, I used to shut my mouth 
even though I knew he was wrong. I used to keep quiet um, to make sure he wouldn't come after me or abuse me or trigger him in any way. So is being a codependent a forewarning to being involved in a domestic violence relationship? Now here's my answer to this. I think that if you have some signs of codependency, that that is something that you need to look at and dig deeper from, from your childhood, from what's happened to you. Um, I had small signs of codependency before I got into that relationship. And once I was in that relationship, I became a codependent person. Now, being a codependent person, it also adds to to your fear of leaving, to your inability to take that action, to move forward, to, to leave your abuser, because in a sense you really feel like that you don't deserve any better. You're codependent on that person. Paul, uh, Paul is an alcoholic and he is a workaholic. He himself is a codependent and he would use working nonstop as his drugs or alcohol on many occasions to cover up a lot of pain that he had from his childhood. So when you put us two together, it was an explosion of, of emotions and, and he won. Uh, he was the abuser, he won. He took full advantage of me, manipulated me. And because of that relationship, I have had to go through intense therapy to undercover why in the beginning did I even have a couple of codependent issues, but being in that relationship made me a codependent person. So I've had to go through um, a lot of speaking with my therapist, a lot of opening up uh, to deep wounds that I didn't even want to uncover in order to overcome a lot of codependency traits. Uh, and I still struggle with that today. I, I know that I am in and out of a current relationship where I immensely love this guy, but it won't work for a lot of practical reasons. And I catch myself being codependent on a lot of levels, wanting to control the situation, wanting to make him do things differently or make him move his boundaries um, so I can in a sense, be happy. So it's a struggle and it's a constant struggle um, of overcoming those codependent issues and, um, and traits that you learn in a domestic violence relationship.